Off the Record is a show from 88.1 WKNC in which DJs talk with artists about everything from their music to upcoming tours to former bandmates' birthdays. Make sure to follow WKNC on SoundCloud and Tumblr so you never miss a beat. Enjoy. Just like Andrew Evans said on air, this is WKNC 88.1 FM HD 1 HD 2 Raleigh. You are listening to the HD 1 section and this is DJ Beowulf doing an off-the-record interview with Spud Cannon. If you guys are familiar, they were here roughly a year ago promoting their first album, Next Time You Read the Fine Print. They are back uh, for the last date of their tour cycle for their second album, which is called Squeeze, and I have them in studio to chat and stream some of their music. The mics are on, guys. Say hello and introduce yourselves, please, and thank you. Thanks so much for having us. Oh, that's so cute. You all chimed in at the same time. And yes, it is having you back. Um, I'm very excited to say that a year ago I interviewed them, and now a year later I'm doing it again. We love continuity. It's going to be a very fun interview. So starting on the left, uh, just for the audience, would you like to introduce yourself, and what do you do in Spud Cannon? I'm Lucy. I play bass. I'm Jackson. I play the guitar. Mm-hmm. I'm Ari. I play keyboards. I'm Meg Vox. And I'm Ben, and I play the drums. And for anyone who has kept up with WKNC, you may be aware that there is one difference in the lineup of Spud Cannon since the last time they were on air. Ben was actually not here. Uh, previously, they had a drummer whose name was Baron. Um, and I don't believe there was any sort of like complications. It was just you were out of town possibly we had a um our actually our original drummer um just after a year and a half decided that uh he wanted to at, at that time he was abroad but it was also a larger thing if he kind of decided that he was a little over the band thing I think, ah, and so wanted to baron wasn't taking the place of ben it was somebody else he entirely was no, he was us. touring with us okay yes, one okay. of my friends from back home but ben is the uh the new the new permanent. The new spud in this canon. Yeah, mm-hmm. we came into this year at Vassar being like, oh my God, we really have to find a drummer. What are we going to do? We like know all the drummers on campus, so maybe one of the first years will like be our savior. And lo and behold, I find Ben juggling on the quad with like the circus group that I'm a part like of. Like actually juggling? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, truly. And so I walk up to him and I'm like, okay, do you also play the drums? Because it, we're just like going to go around and ask everyone. And right. He's Ben went to class. Like he was, yeah, she didn't. She didn't even ask my name. It was the first <laughs> sentence she asked. She, she spoke to me. You know, so hi. Well, do you so, play the drums? Yeah, it was literally that, and I kind of was just, you know, taken aback for a second. And I answered yes. Yes, I do. Uh, also, then, I'm Ben. Nice yeah, to meet nice you. To meet and you. I was shocked because. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I, what I want to know is next. Enough about you, Ben. Uh, do you juggle on stage? <laughs> and can you do any of your like circus acts on stage? Ben went to clown camp. I did go to, oh, cat's out of the bag. I did go to clown camp. <laughs> and oh. you know what? I'm still, you I know. must be confused. I thought it was Meg who was doing well, um, the circus do stuff. We both dabble. Yeah, I'm yeah. more of the like acrobatic stuff. And so and like climbing. I have, I, I have been known to do a back bend on stage. And I'm a very nice. passionate juggler, you know. Uh, I mean, right. I guess that uh, that plays in when you're playing the drums. Like, you can flip your sticks around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Different art forms, though. Both distinct and uh, both, beautiful uh, in their own right. <laughs> both need a lot of hand-eye coordination. So, mm-hmm. well, I guess, Ben, what has it been like touring with Spun Cannon? It has been a dream. Have, <laughs> euphoric. Have euphoric. you ever uh, toured with a band previously? I have never toured with a band previously. Have you ever been in a band previously? I have been in a band previously, but I have never, you know with such a great group of guys and gals you know 
It has been amazing. Guy and gals. Yeah, guy and gals. Thank you, guy. Now, Jackson's an interesting character because I remember when he played Raleigh last time, um, that show was a fiasco because I think your your guitar became unplugged. Uh, yeah. um, you had to like <laughs> sit down <laughs> to play it. Um, <laughs> and did you break a string? Yes, I did. Yes, you did. Uh, and I borrowed a guitar from the audience. Yes, you did. I think it was Green Isles that lent yes, you one. Yes, Green Isles <laughs> lent me one. Thank you. Um, that was a bit I did a lot on our last tour. You did. You were very um, excited. Sometimes you could get a guitar upgrade, which, you know. So but that I'm, was not the purpose. That was not the purpose. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm like the technical difficulties one of the band by far. Uh, this tour, I've also had my fair share of my... Uh, you know, my sound was going in and out in our first show, but uh, and but only the, I've only done the can I borrow a guitar bit once on this tour, and that was two nights ago yeah. in Colombia. And was that uh, because you like broke a string or something, or yeah. did you just see yeah. someone with a really nice guitar? I broke a string, but yeah, I'm gonna start doing that too. I'm yeah. gonna kind of suss it out. I hey, done great that set, last man! Night. Can I uh, yeah. backline your amp? Yeah, no, actually, one of the openers last night had a Rickenbacker. Oh, and I gorgeous. really, I really should have broke a string. It was gorgeous. Would have loved that. Um, so I guess I'm going to ask some questions about your tour experience. Um, obviously, being at number third on the charts for the NACC has definitely got to get you guys some credit. Um, I imagine you've had a pretty good draw and a turnout for this tour as you've been around the area in the past. Um, I guess... We can go down the line and say, like, what's your favorite thing about the tour so far? Well, I mean, I guess this is the last day, so tour's over now. <laughs> what have you enjoyed about it? Well, I just, I really like the shows where people dance a lot, even if we're not playing the best. And You um, literally did a cover of Funky Town. If people aren't <laughs> dancing, they're missing out. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the show last night was good. A lot of people were dancing. Columbia also. Columbia's got a great music scene, actually. I know South Carolina is the lesser of the two Carolinas, but uh, they they're cool, I guess. Uh, they can they can they definitely know how to party for sure. I oh, think sure. my favorite day by far was um, was Chicago because in the afternoon it was a just really sunny there, which I hear is like kind of a rarity, and it was warm. Yeah, it's the windy and, city, right? Yeah, exactly. And it was just this beautiful day. And Chicago's super cool, and we did an audio tree session, which I'd been a big fan of for a long time. We're definitely going to have to devote uh, a segment to talking about just that. (laughs) Um, So I love that, and I think we were all really, at least speaking for myself, was very nervous. And um, we felt like it went surprisingly well, and then we just had a nice dinner at this place called the Pasta Bowl. Nice. We had had a bowl of pasta, and the the waiter gave us free shots and stuff. And then we played a great show. And it was Lemoncello. It was really good. Yeah, it was great. And then we played. So, um, was this like a not to out the pasta bowl or anything, but like, was this. Were these shots that you could like buy there, or was this waiter just like, "Hey, I made lemon jello shots. Do you <laughs> want one?" Brought them over yeah. without yeah, asking. No, he no was idea. Like, yeah. he was Do not nice. look a gift horse in the mouth. No, don't don't <laughs> question it. But I'm just curious, I guess. So yeah, lemon jello shots in the sunny but windy city. Yeah, and then the show was great too. Fantastic. For a Monday night show, it was like Unreal. I mean the venue was full, pretty full, and a lot of people knew the songs, which is always like. Did you happen to have um, any celebrities show up to your shows? For example, Gary Oldman who <laughs> showed up last tour. No, 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 no. Um, what a bummer. We saw Julian Baker in a coffee shop. We did. Yes. See, I had to restrain myself because you know that new Boy Genius record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
I feel like that's a once in a lifetime chance. I feel like you almost shouldn't have restrained yourself. Well, we were we were talking about this, and I think you said like you know what was what was the thing? If like they're if they're in, you know if they're in a if they're having a meal with someone and in a conversation, you shouldn't do something. But. Yeah, they're just like a regular person, sort of. They're like extra special, extraordinary is the word that I would use. They should get to have normal moments. They should get to have normal moments, and I imagine anyone else who doesn't understand what it's like to be a musician, um, though on different scales, would probably run up and be like, oh my god, Julian Baker, boy genius, oh my god. But uh, I think it was probably very kind that you restrained yourself. Took an L for you, but respectful regardless. Mm -hmm. Um, Any other tour commentaries? The other night we found out that Waffle House has a secret real menu. Mm. A secret real menu? That you have to ask for it and they'll bring it over to you and they have a different selection on it. It's interesting stuff. Is this they like have... across all Waffle Houses? Yeah. Waffle Hosen? So. We went to the one that we went to was in um, South Carolina and we asked for it and they brought it over and that was really exciting for us. Interesting. <laughs> uh, what'd you order? Oh, I just got like a regular menu thing, but they have a waffle sandwich, which... Sounds great, but they it. literally just <laughs> waffle a sandwich. <laughs> so it's kind of just this bread that's been waffled, and it's not really Yeah, it's not even waffle. Yeah, it's but, not. Well, so they just put the sandwich and, like, in smush it into the waffle maker? Yeah. The difference yeah. lies in, it, you know, it's not a waffle sandwich. It is a waffled sandwich. Ah. <laughs> yeah. I still yeah. think, though, maybe, though. I feel like that's misleading. I, I, think, I think at each Waffle House, the chef just kind of makes up. Yeah, it like didn't a chef seem specialty. like they quite knew because yeah. the waitress said, "I don't know, like no one has ever ordered <laughs> this." You know what I mean? And when they brought it out, I was like, "Is that it?" Because I don't. I feel like the chef is just like, "Nah." The chef I mean? turns around. You can clearly see the station. He's just like, "I don't know. Don't ask me." Exactly. Um, I remember one time I went to a Waffle House and I was um incredibly sober <laughs> and i had just I, I couldn't decide <laughs> what i wanted and i asked the waitress i was like i want to waffle surprise me um and they <laughs> they gave me a surprise waffle it was pretty nice it had um uh the pecans that they put oh, on it yes. yeah it was uh i think it was pecans and peanut butter Ooh. and that was the waffle that i had yeah maple syrup i went in on that thing this is a good segue into my favorite part of tour <laughs> okay uh, which you know well, first off, you know, a good house party does it. Shout out, you know, Columbus was great. Shout out Jeff Tobin for a nice. great time there. But what I'm saying is, you know, getting to eat in all the different towns. And all the yes. different towns. <laughs> you know, we were in Austin and we we wandered into some, uh, uh, you know, food truck scene. And I was not incredibly sober. And uh, there was, shout out Bob's Burgers, the truck there. I mean, is I it get, a reference to the actual show? It is. I don't know if they cleared, you know, clear the copyright, but you know, I handed the man twenty dollars and said, "Surprise me!" Oh my god! And man, did I get my money's worth? So, please, this please is... describe this burger so that our listeners can enjoy it and so that I can as well. But do it like an ASMR video. Did you just say ASMR? I I did, in fact. So. Yes, so, I mean, well, I don't know what to talk about first, the burger or the ASMR. Oh do my do the burger in the style in the of ASMR. ASMR. Like, like Chicho would. Is this like by, by what is it, by, like, is this like the two? Like, Binaural? Binaural? No, it's not. Okay. Yeah, we have Swiss. cheap equipment here. Jalapenos. <laughs> then we, uh, yeah, turn my mic up. Then there were uh, mac and cheese fried bites and then fried jalapeno poppers. It was delicious. Thank you, Bob's Burgers. 
and now to ASMR. I'm getting a tingle. I got Everybody a tingle. tingling. I'm no, tingling. You know, I, I just am, fell asleep. I am an ASMR enthusiast. You know, you know, I have what I do in the car is I put my you know noise canceling headphones on. I put my jean jacket over me, like over the front of my body, kind of like a straight jacket, and then I turn, <laughs> and then I turn on my favorite ASMR channels, which is either Bob Ross painting mm-hmm. or uh, Chicho. Uh, Bob Ross Chicho. was ahead of the curve. Bob Ross was ahead of the curve. Rest was, in peace to a great man. Is, is he dead? Yes. When? He he been dead, he Ben. Stays being dead? <laughs> he stayed dead. All right. Well, R.I.P. Bob Ross. You've put me to sleep many nights. Uh, we love Bob Ross. Yeah. You know I'm surprised that you didn't know because, like, I feel like if you were looking up any of his stuff, it'd be like 2003. Like, there's no new content out. I was just resting in you know, blissful ignorance. You know, I, I don't want to think. About I guess that. ignorance is bliss. Yeah. No, the te- the house that I actually was. I don't know, what do you say, born into? Now, when you're born, the house I was taken back to. I only okay. lived there. My parents only lived there for a couple of years, and I was only there for a year. It was actually Bob Ross's house. Oh, my. LA, that's my Bob Ross connection. Okay. Yeah. Um, if only Bob Ross was still alive, he could have done the Gary Oldman Presents Spud Cannon, but totally Bob could've. Ross Presents <laughs> Spud Cannon. In an ASMR voice. Exactly. <laughs> um, kind of a snoozer of an opening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe the, maybe the this outro. album's gonna be lame. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, speaking of this album, I would love if we can play a song. Um, I think we're gonna go ahead and do the top single off the album, The Lucky Ones. Um, and we're gonna get that queued up. This is WKNC 88.1. Stay tuned for more Spud Cannon conversations. This is their song, The Lucky Ones, off of Squeeze. Keep it locked, WKNC.
and we're back. I cut that uh that outro off a little bit, but you know, there's only so much twinkle needed. <laughs> yeah, Jackson's in the back, like, nah, we're good. No twinkle, <laughs> no twinkle necessary. Yeah. Um, but that was the Lucky Ones by Spud Cannon. If you're just tuning in, it's off of their newest album, Squeeze, and they're playing tonight in Raleigh. Um, I guess while that's on the tip of my tongue, let's introduce the information about the show that you guys are playing. Who, what, when, where, why? We are playing the Night Rider because Very cool venue. Rally is awesome. Very cool venue. Um, and we are playing with Black Bouquet. I love those buddies. And Pool Boy. And I think the festivities begin at 8 p.m. Very nice. So get there. Get grub early. Grub early. Get down there. And this is your first party stop of the night. Absolutely. And, uh, I think we go on at 8.45 or something. Yeah. That's pretty fast. Is Pool Boy headlining? Pool boy, yeah, technically, I think. Yeah. Technically? Yeah. They're I'm, playing after us, so. I'm yes. surprised that you guys aren't playing third. I know they're putting us middle. I mean, like, mm-hmm. honestly, I'm not even going to argue. I think that middle is almost the best. Because, like, yeah, first. I like here. Yeah, I like here. Yeah, like, we can hang out after First, people then. show up late. Yes. Second, it's like everyone's there and, mm-hmm. like, paying attention to you. Third, people leave early or they're, like, too intoxicated to care. Bingo. So, pool boy, you played yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spud Cannon is going to rock the Night Rider down. Um, also, personal shout out to the Night Rider. They do karaoke nights, and it's a fantastic spot. And uh, a lot of local Raleigh artists either play there and hang out there. Mm. And so, it's it's going to be cool. All right. I'm yes, glad to hear yes. that. Um, I will do my, my darndest to show up. Um, I have to work until, like, late, I think. Boo-hoo. But it's not about me. <laughs> it's about Spud Cannon. Mm-hmm. Um, so you said, who, what, and where? Why? Why are you playing in Raleigh? We're playing This is such a rhetorical Raleigh question. because <laughs> it's an amazing place. This is just the fan service we wanted. And it is magical. It is the city of Oaks. And WKNC is one of the top college radio stations in the United States. you darn right we um, are. They're new general manager does asmr podcast i do do asmr podcasts um and you know we had to come back because we farted in the music director's office last time (laughs) and uh, we're coming back again with a vengeance and listen we ate before we came oh no oh no (laughs) you know what whoever smelt it dealt it and it's gonna be jackson this time so i think it was also you last time uh jury's out <laughs> out on that one we haven't quite decided oh my well in regards to the show tonight it's definitely going to be um the event of the city this evening i can't think of anything else going on tonight that anyone there's, else would possibly want to go to there's nothing By it's default. a parade roads are closed down everything else is closed actually they, yeah it's an, like, it is a there's holiday. the um god what is it the ncaa game or something oh, never oh. heard of it yeah, I think that already happened. I don't know. I don't do sports. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Sports? Know that. Sports. Ben you do sports, Ben? Juggling's a sport? Hey, juggling is a sport, yeah. You I know what? That. That's valid. Cheerleading is just human juggling, and that's a sport. <laughs> that's so. a fact. That is a fact. Um, but anyways, enough about sports and things that don't matter. Spud Cannon matters. Um, so on the tour, I know that you guys have had quite a bit of a learning experience on the road. So let's get the bad stuff out of the way and tell these stories. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Jackson said that uh, you guys learned what not to do on tour this round. Uh, so I guess for anyone who's not well versed in what it means to be a DIY band on the road, what are the do's and don'ts of uh, booking and playing your own tour? 
Well, to start with, and I think we'll all have something to say on this matter, but, um, you know, I think our, our last tour went kind of just swimmingly well in the ignorance is bliss. I didn't think we realized what was going right, and I think this tour... One of the biggest examples is that our route, um, because of South by Southwest, right, was absolutely redonkulous. Um, and literally, we I calculated it yesterday in the van, and at the end of this tour, we will have driven five thousand seven hundred seventeen miles. In two I really weeks. thought you were going to say hours for a second. No, um, that's, that's, like, that's like several years. Yeah. <laughs> But, At the end um, of this two weeks, we yeah, two years, yeah, like <laughs> it feels. I guess that it must way. feel that way. Yeah, no, it does because it's like it, you know, it comes out to you know, it's not exact every day, but that is almost averaging like you know, four hundred some miles a day, oh and without m- many rest days and stuff, um, it it gets to you. I think it gets to you. Um, I'd like to take a band vote. Um, who is the best and worst driver in the van? Oh. Spill this tea. Well, we, we, we have, have different personalities. Yeah. We have different personalities. Mm-hmm. Jackson, you want to take this? Oh, for who's best and worst? Oh, no, well, the personalities. Oh, personalities? Yeah, so Ben... Are any uh, of you, like, very angry drivers? No. Yes. Because I yes. am. I'm Lucy gets feisty. feisty. Yeah, she's like, move. Why are you driving <laughs> okay. so slow? Yeah, Why are you light turn well, green? people are <laughs> bad drivers, yeah, I get a little feisty. I'm not going to... As you should. I mean, you're yeah. from mm. New York. Like, I feel like you should be used to bad drivers and traffic and congestion. Yeah. Yeah. No, Ben's a speed demon. This Oof. he's got one hand. Drummers, with, am I right? He's got one hand with a Red Bull, and the other one's like kind of like futzing with his Spotify, like trying shooting, to keep a song. Shooting through Muskogee, Alabama. Yeah, Muskogee, Oklahoma. Ninety got miles an hour. Steering like with your 90. knees. Yeah, I can't even nap when he's driving because like the G force, <laughs> like the turns. You know, it's fast but it's smooth. You Do you know? remember that old Disney movie G force about the like the, the spy hipsters, kid? I thought yeah. it was guinea pigs. Oh, guinea pigs. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what a throwback. Then we got Muppet Baby over there. That's me. Yeah. Oh, you're the yep. Muppet Baby? I'm the Muppet Baby. Yeah, I drive pretty fast. Can you do fast, a Kermit voice? Though, also. No. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty close. Yeah, I don't know. Jackson, I can't think of anything Kermit would say. Yeah. Jackson's a pretty stock driver, you know, just kind of the run of the mill. Nothing special. I got a ticket last uh, last tour, so I've, I've kind of like, you know, my speeding days are over. So that's fine. Yeah, and I'm just very focused. I can't really do much else when yeah. I'm driving. Meg's at 10 and 2, which we love. <laughs> 10 and 2. I'm, uh, I'm at that 12 with my left hand, and uh, um, <laughs> this is going to be really corny. Uh, so I talk about my rats all the time. I bring them everywhere with me. I have little leashes, so it'll be like left hand on the wheel, right hand holding the rat in, the, in my <laughs> passenger seat, just making sure they're good. And every once in a while, I'll like pull up at a stoplight, and it'll be like sitting on my shoulder, and I get the weirdest looks of people just being like, what, what does that woman have in her car? Have you well, ever considered a rat car seat? Is there I feel like, like they don't have them that small. Maybe I could get them one of those like poly pocket little cars. And then like zip tie them in there. (laughs) I I feel like that's animal abuse and also maybe not comfortable for them. Where are your rats now? You didn't bring them to the studio? No, because they'll chew the wires. (laughs) My uh, my sweet girls, Tofu, Basil, and Juniper, they're at home. I bought them hammocks yesterday, so they're breaking in the new beds. Hmm. I am an obsessive mother. It's hilarious. (laughs) I I love that. Ah, oh, I could talk about that forever, but we've mm. talked about bad drivers. Uh, what else have you learned on the road? 
I remember there was that one story that you guys were complaining about, or at least posting about on your Instagram story, where you had a venue change like three times. Yeah, that, that, this was a, this was a nightmare. So this will be a funny one for the listeners, I'm sure. Um, but, um, Q, we're the lucky ones, but the funny ones. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, here, here's the thing I would say is we were we were coming off. Um, South by Southwest, which we had to zip down there, and uh, it was, you know, South by Southwest in itself was very fun, but, you know, there's like, you know, five million bands there at the time, and our showcases, we got put on this one kind of pop punk bill, we ended up playing at like 1 a.m. to like one kid that came down. Who loved it. Who, you got me at 1 a.m.? It was it so was, funny. We were just like, funny. there's really nothing to lose. Let's just yeah. have fun. So yeah. We did a punk go set. On and I just, nice. We did a punk set literally yeah. where we said, okay, how punk can we get? You um, said, let's ditch the matching jackets, put on no, our leather still patches. Jackets. There were still matching jackets. Yeah. Mm. Like the red ones from the last tour no, cycle? No, we didn't bring those. Did you make new ones? No. You were the one who made them, right? Lucy, Lucy made them. Yeah. Okay. But um, nonetheless, we'll we'll get to San. Ant- Anyways, so basically, South by Southwest was all right. We'll be honest about that. Um, and then we were looking for like, hey, San Antonio is gonna be lit. Like last time, we played two shows there. People come. People came out. We were super like, this is gonna bring it back for us. And then the promoter who we were, had worked with before, who's a great guy, you know, um had said, hey, you know, your show is supposed to be outside. This cold front came in, which it was. It was kind of cold. Um, it's Texas, though. It's, uh, yeah, How exactly. How cold it's can cold. it be? It was it was cold. It was nippy. I imagine it's got to be like a dry bit. cold, too, because it's nothing but like dust out there. Yeah. Tiddly bit nippy. Tiddly bit yeah. nippy. But Darn but, tootin'. <laughs> but we had loaded into this place, this outdoor venue. So we went to Eden when we were on, when we were on the way back from dinner, which we had already gotten in an argument, which jokes on us. We thought that was going to be the worst thing to happen that Aww. evening. And then... Um, Just when you think. Exactly. And then he said, you know what? Listen, there, there's a bigger house show that's closer to campus that is going to draw a lot of the same people. So that's indoors. And we moved you guys. You guys will play at the end of that. So just move, move over to that one. Is this like an official promoter or just some like local that's guiding oh, you? It's a kid. It was a kid. Um, just some kid. Just some kid. And then um, we went to the house and anyone else want to take oh, this? So then we unload all of our stuff there um, and we go on at like probably 11.33 and we get like 10 seconds into Thrumadum before the cops show up. <gasps> and like bust the house party. Damn. And, we, and they're like, okay, okay, but we'll, we'll we'll hook you up with this other venue. Well, they asked us if we wanted to play an acoustic set. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which no. is always Answer a red flag. No. Like, no, no. We, we just no. can't. Um, so then we, like, put all our stuff back in the car and drive to this other venue and unload there. And that, then they, like, end up having a birthday party that they don't tell us about until, like, after we Yeah, they let us put everything in. And That's then the woman at the door was yeah. like, oh, sorry, um, actually, there's a birthday party. You guys can't play. We already have a performance. Like, why? What was hilarious, though? And I do want to shout out your Was this saying, at, like, a Chuck E. Cheese or something? I wish. That would have been that cool. That would have been more fun. Anyways, uh, what was hilarious? Yeah, no, the you were saying, like, did any celebrities come out? The yeah. reporter yep. from Channel News... Channel 12 wow. News. It's been a long tour. Channel 12 <laughs> News in San Antonio was not there to report on our show, but was a fan and just showed up and he was a total reporter and he followed us from place <laughs> to place. <laughs> and he was super nice. Shout out to Garrett. Garrett. And at the end of the night, I had complimented him on his shirt, his button down. 
Um, and we, you know, I gave him a T-shirt because he was helping us out, and uh, he took the shirt off his back and gave it to me. And oh. I didn't even ask for it, and he just said, no, take it. And it was he his loved favorite it. shirt. It was his favorite beautiful, shirt. Well, now his spud paisley. cannon shirt is going to be his favorite shirt. Yeah, we got to get it back. It was it a back. paisley button Beautiful down. colored paisley. Are you going to wear it tonight? Oh, you should. Maybe I'll break it out in That would be a, a good way to end the tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Some uh, quite literal fan service right there. Mm-hmm. No. That is, uh, that's pretty fantastic. He literally gave you the shirt off his back. Literally did. So oh. maybe San Antonio was a good night. Maybe we're just not framing no, it. Uh, no. It had a Half silver lining. Yeah. Half the band, band was, was crying at the end. We had a uh-huh. we had multiple breakdowns. So there's five of you, yeah. like two yeah. crying and one has like a single tear dripping out of the yeah. left eye. Is yeah, that no, there was, one there was, just on the brink? Yeah. The there was just there was just a lot of there was a lot of fires to put out that. We night. take shifts. You know, we take shifts. shifts. <laughs> but here's the good thing about this tour is none of our breakdowns have coincided. You know, That's it was like convenient. he broke down one night and I broke down the other night, you know, yeah. it all works down. out. You can only have yeah. one because if there's more than one, well, then just all hell breaks loose. Mm. That's just how that works. You have to have an even balance. Exactly. Um, and then on this tour cycle, you guys played some new locations. You mentioned Chicago. Um, I don't believe you went to San Antonio the last time. Um, where else did you go? Uh, Columbus, Ohio is new. Love Columbus. Yeah. What even is in Ohio? Some um, corn. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, Spud really? Cannon was there. Corn and potatoes, a good, healthy Irish meal. Yeah, yeah. wait, Kentucky. Yeah. We love Kentucky. Fans. Yeah, Kentucky. Big fans. Cool. I was uh, cool. very surprised that Kentucky has such a large music scene. There was recently a, like, a hardcore festival out the, there called um, LDB Fest. I forget what LD and B stands for. <laughs> oh, Life or Death Brigade Festival. Mm. But uh, I was like, I did not expect that of Kentucky. And now Spud Cannon's playing Kentucky and... Well, I, I surely, uh, you know, words are leaving my, I misunderstood them. From there, Cage the Elephant is from there. Thank you Bowling for filibustering while I was green. trying to find a word for yeah. that. Uh, I underestimated Kentucky for sure. Um, we're going to transition into another song because it's been about 10 minutes since the last one. Can I request my favorite? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. We're going to do February. It's my favorite one off this album, Squeeze by Spud Cannon. Um, I'm going to nerd out during this one, so I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, this is WKNC, the local beat. or Gosh, it's not even the local beat. This, this is my usual show, the local <laughs> beat. This is WKNC, Spud Cannon with DJ Beowulf. Not the local beat. It's an off-the-record interview. Stay tuned.
no twinkles to cut out that time well that is my favorite song off of squeeze it was called february if you couldn't tell by the fact that that word was repeated many a time Mm -hmm. Uh, but that was my favorite song off of squeeze and while on the squeeze tour cycle you guys played one of my favorite music series audio tree Mm -hmm. um and i don't believe i have ever interviewed a band after they've done an audio tree i've interviewed a band before they do audio tree but uh i'm very curious to like pick your brains about that whole process how did such a thing get set up our booking agent um reached out to them are you guys on a label we are not we are yeah, I didn't staunchly think so. independent yeah yeah um we do our own thing but we do have a booking agent shout out to tom at outer orbit booking out of Columbus, Ohio. Um, <laughs> ah, that's why you went to Ohio. Uh, yeah, exactly. I um, got corn and booking agents. Yes, <laughs> but he he hooked it up, and uh, we're very grateful for that. Yeah, and they, and Autotree has a whole big office in Chicago. I mean, oh, I didn't realize sure. that it's like an offices, you know. Yeah. Um, no, it was amazing. We were all so nervous. Mm. It was yeah. just like we we're like tense, but also so excited. It was like. It was really fun too, and the space was amazing. I didn't realize they like have to change it up for each different like band that comes through. They do like, the room. It's like one room that they use for like all of them, but they mm-hmm. just like move things around so that it looks different. Got um, it. And we brought like a hundred feet of mylar because like we put it up for this one show and it looked cool. And we were like, maybe we'll decorate the walls there, but it didn't really work out. I uh, it's too cool. I don't really know what mylar is. It's kind it's... of a reflective. It looks like tin foil. It's like a mirror. Ah, yes. Yeah. I Googled it here. And we tried to, we put it up, but it looks kind of weird. And then also it was right in front of the AC unit. No, so it was waving. blowing in the wind. It was and also, we just had to take it down. No, it was yeah. also because the audio engineer said, hey, it's like screwing with the acoustic. That makes sense. Know, which we you know, could have foreseen. Yeah. But we ended up using the 300 feet of mylar at this house show last night. Sick. And I totally made it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, hey, if you have any left over, the Night Rider would definitely let you put it up. <laughs> we do have some. So. Right? No, we don't. No, we used it we all. We used all of it? Yep. All, all of the Mylar? Yep. Wow. Whack. But yeah, um, Audio Tree yeah. was amazing. It was like, the weird thing about it was that we were like all on different sides of the room. Like there were basically four, I guess three different areas. And I'm so used to like having everyone within like three feet of me. And I yeah. can just run over to people. I remember when you played uh, the pinhook, you and Jackson were like leaning against each other during certain parts. And yes, yes, yes. yes. Stage yeah, they put bonding. us. We were we were next to each other yeah. out of the thing, which just worked out. That's the way they wanted it, so it worked out. So they like choose the setup for you. Yeah, kind of. They they're like, you know, you'll be over here. We were thinking you'll be over here. I'm sure you can interject. But the other interesting thing about it is, you know, I've seen a bunch of those videos, and you don't realize how really big the room is yeah because they have five cameramen in the center of the room that you never see in the videos and that's a huge chunk of the room you know what i mean they only in the videos you're only seeing basically the outskirts right you know and it's yeah it's a beautiful studio i mean that is uh it sounds like a really complex process i never really think about what goes on behind the scenes i just kind of like watch this audio tree and i'm like oh they're pretty good non like recorded. Um, did you guys just play live straight through? Was it like a one take, one and done thing? They don't let you redo it. They really? don't they you they, you go live and that is like that is it. Yeah. I know it, that they live broadcast their sessions, but is it like over a radio or something? 
No, they do like a web stream. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Live yeah. web stream, but um, yeah. I think I may be getting it confused with like KEXP, which is like yeah. a radio station mm-hmm. that does similar things, and is also uh, my dream job. Shout out to Seattle. <laughs> Please hire me when I graduate. <laughs> I love you. Um, that is super cool. Congrats to you guys. That is definitely something to add to your accolades, along mm-hmm. with number three on the N A double C. Um, yeah, April first, the session will come out on YouTube. Yeah. I was just about to ask because I didn't see the link pop up in my like I'm subscribed to Audio Tree and I didn't yeah. see it. Um, a North Carolina band recently played uh, Audio Tree. They're called Indigo de Souza. Oh yeah, which I is the name Indigo of their front woman, yeah. and yeah. I love them very yeah. much. They actually just yeah. played in Raleigh today. Uh, today is the halfway to Hopscotch um, like promotion series or something. Uh, so that was really cool. If people went to that, they'll want more music. So hopefully they'll go to your show tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I guess other than Audio Tree, you talked about Chicago being a cool city. Um, when you were in other cities, did you get any sort of feedback on playing your Audio Tree ses- session? Um, were people who came to your shows like aware of who you guys were? I think it de- I, not so much on like hey saw the Audio Tree, but I think I think it depends on. You know, the city, I mean, there's some places where you're playing to, I think, nobody knows us. And then there's other towns where it's definitely really nice. You know, I think that's what made the Chicago show so fun was that, you know, half the crowd was like singing the word. You know what I mean? So when you look out and you're like an indie band, that's an awesome thing, you know? Fantastic. Um, and then let's talk about the album Squeeze as a comparison to next time you read the fine print. Um, I thought it was an impressive turnaround how you guys were able to get one album out each year. And it I don't even think it was like a full 12 months between each one, right? Um, I guess my next question is, how the hell did you do that? <laughs> well, it was squeezed. yeah, it was it was squeezed out pretty quick. And, is that um, where you got the name? You know, the name came from... Le- much later on but um but i think to start out with actually one one of the things that really pushed the album and you know we haven't talked about this publicly that much i think we talked about it in one other interview but after next time read the fine print came out um we actually did garner some interest from the label captured tracks um and they came out to one of our shows in the spring and, you know, did the whole song and dance and bought us drinks and, you know, talked us up and buttered our biscuits and basically had, um, you know, verbally offered us a record deal and then just it never got put to paper, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, as it happens, happens sometimes in the music biz. Um, hey, you got free drinks out of it. We got free drinks. And, you know, what? it was it was it was. It was an awesome moment, nonetheless, to kind of at least a practice a practice experience for future record deals. Exactly, and also the fact that they were even really interested. I mean, Very was cool. a big moment for yeah, us to like go. Yeah, it changed the way we were thinking about the band and like what we wanted to do with the rest of our time together. And so, like, also when they had offered us this like four like five album, albums, five album deal, yeah. they were gonna first like re-release next time read the fine print. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like that would have slowed our songwriting process. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we found out that we weren't actually gonna go through with this record deal, we like suddenly we were just like hitting the new songs and we were trying to just churn stuff out because we could. Um, I remember for the last album, you said that Midnight was the very first song you wrote. Yeah. What was the first one that you wrote for this one? Runaway, Runaway Strays. Strays. Yeah. 
Runaway Strays, man. I had a demo of in it. February, yeah. actually. Yeah, February's early. February, Boogeyman and Runaway Strays. Wasn't the Boogeyman from the last ep- uh, album? No, no, we just released a single, like, way out in advance. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, you know, being an indie band, you don't have to. You're uh, not constrained by a record no. label saying, all right, we're going to release it on this date so we can promote it for this date. And, yeah, so it does give you some um, fluidity there. Uh, so the album cover, why? <laughs> like, uh, feet are gross. It's <laughs> definitely an intriguing album cover. Um, is it Ari's foot? Because I remember with uh, you have that one uh, single cover of like the yeah, snakeskin the boot. Yeah, yeah. I have those boots, but um, this album cover for Squeeze is actually by the same Instagram artist who did our first. Oh, with or, the like, tongue and cactus. Yeah, exactly. And very we, cool. We're kind of looking through her feed because she has these this great aesthetic where it's like very close up, bright photographs. So. Yeah, it's very clear imagery. Yeah, so we. We had a lot of uh, deliberating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know I said feet are, feet are gross, but I do really like the album cover. Both uh, Next Time You Read the Fine Print and Squeeze are images that are like pleasing to look at. But you really got to be like, you got to overstep that first boundary of like, there's a cactus in her mouth. That's got to be painful. Or like, <laughs> um, that's a foot. That's gross. But like, I think it's just that initial shock that makes the album cover so much more intriguing. Skin. Yeah, and skin. And skin. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. definitely spend a lot of time on on album art. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, this process was just. There was one day where we all kind of broke. I mean, it was a week I didn't. I almost didn't sleep. Like I, I took. I remember one night I took a Nyquil and still didn't sleep. And I was oh my like gosh. buzzing out because we had a deadline to hit and no cover. And it was just like, you know, we know. You know, we felt like our first album cover was great. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was like. Ah, we can't. It's you iconic. Know, we can't drop the ball. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm scared for the next, <laughs> the next album. Sounds like you got to start thinking now. <sighs> you guys have plans to produce uh, new music in the future, or well, I guess in the foreseeable slash near future. We we got. I think we got at least another record in us. Okay. So we're gonna do another record, and I think we're gonna go back to the, to the roots of. A little bit closer to how we cut the first one, and okay. we're gonna go back to the kind of the, you know. I do remember us. for that uh, first album cycle, uh, <laughs> I made this horrible joke in our interview <laughs> where I said sometimes that mid be hidden yeah. because you, <laughs> we talked about how you used really lo-fi um, equipment to mm. record what sounds like a really high-produced album, and we agreed that it was mid-fi mm-hmm. and that yeah. mid be hidden. Yeah. Um. Did what did you change up when recording this album? We ch- we changed up everything. everything. I mean, this was a this was a one eighty. I mean, we went into studios and did this one. We yeah, used... rather than just like Baron's basement. Yeah. No, it was my basement. Jackson's yeah, basement. It was, it was my basement. I remember but, uh, some things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we yeah we did it in studios. I mean, we shelled out bucks. We you know we. Uh, Use tons of different equipment. And I mean, it definitely paid off. You guys really hit the jackpot on those charts. Mm -hmm. Um, And returning back to your album art conversation, the tour poster, how did you guys decide on 1-800-MOVERS? Or it's 1-800-something? 1-800-MOVERS tour. I was right, okay. And it's you guys with orange slices in your mouths. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Um, that. Why? I was a little not sober one night. And basically, I thought it was really funny because I was like, we're going to be moving stuff, our own stuff, around the country. Oh, my God. (laughs) And so 
you know. He's like, this is comedic genius. Yeah, I'm like. That scene from Chowder, <laughs> comedy gold. Yeah, exactly. It's gold, Jerry, it's gold. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I thought it was funny. I had those photos. I'm trying to learn Photoshop. Whipped it up. And here we are. I'll whip it, I'll whip it. Yeah. I like it. I, it's definitely, once again, an iconic picture. It has, mm-hmm. like, all of your floating heads with orange peels in your mouth. It's cute. I've never seen another band do something like that. Um, the trend in DIY at the moment is to just take, like, some sort of old-timey photo and then put some font on it. Nah, no, make your own come stuff. on. Yeah. Do something new. Yeah, no, make some uh, of that comedy gold. Comedy gold. That fresh, squeezed <laughs> orange juice comedy gold. Exactly. Oh, my God. Is that really what it was for? Like, fresh, squeezed orange slices? Like... No, is that what that image thinking, was for? I was just thinking about orange juice for a second. <laughs> yeah, I've got um, I've got a green tea tango with mango smoothie sitting outside. Ooh, is Ooh. that gonna hold? No, I mean I got it on my break. Oh, it's like an okay. hour old, maybe. Okay. Yeah, don't just question to me, make Jackson. Sure. Just trying to make sure it was okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. But now I'm thinking about delicious. orange slices with that smoothie. Ooh. Uh, so let's take an air break and play that song so I can go slurp that smoothie. In the meantime, make that sound again for me. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, which one are you going to play? Would you like to introduce tag? it? Tag? All right. This is Tag by Spud Cannon off of their newest album, um, Squeeze, WKNC 88.1. Keep it locked.
All right, that song was tagged by Spud Cannon off of their album Squeeze, and I'm going to say the song and album title every single time we take an air break, just in case anyone tunes in and is like, wow, what was that great song I just heard, and who is it by? Well, Spud Cannon, and they're here for an interview. We have covered uh, quite a few topics about their tour cycle so far. They have a show tonight, and just because we are almost at that one-hour mark, let's talk about that information one more time for anyone who may have tuned in. Who, what, when, or why? We are playing... Drum roll, please. The The Night Night Rider Rider. in (laughs) L.A. with Black Bouquet and Pool Boy. When? Music starts at 8 p.m. We will play the music at 8... 45. (laughs) Y'all are goofy. That was unrehearsed. I liked it. It was, it was executed yeah, right. flawlessly. Good bit. Good bit. Well, I hope your uh, your set tonight is not unrehearsed. <laughs> Come yeah. and find out. Come and find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been two weeks and we haven't played any of the 14 shows we were supposed to. There you go. Or they all just got moved or had a yeah. birthday party. or Yeah. You yeah. did acoustic sets the whole way there. Mm-hmm. Don't even need any of your members other than Jackson or Meg. Mm-hmm. Oh, we need everybody. <laughs> oh, I was I was being entirely sarcastic. Of yeah, course, yeah. Lucy, Ari, and Ben are very, very important. I was just thinking within the context of an acoustic set. Yeah, unless you guys have an acoustic bass, an acoustic keyboard, which is just a piano. And then I guess Ben with pots and pans. It's probably louder than a regular kit. Pots and pans? Pretty loud. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> just saying. I'm very experienced with pots and pans as musical instruments. That I am. Um, well, we are about to hit that one hour mark, so we can play a couple more songs at the end of this session. But uh, anything else that you guys would like the audience to know about this tour cycle, who you are, and what you do? Listen, guys, we're. Tell it to us straight, Jackson. We are just out here, an independent college band, mm-hmm. out on the road, mm-hmm. 6,000 miles, just trying to party. All right? We're just trying to party. We're just trying. <laughs> That's to your next have album title. A good time. So come, you know. Hey, listen. Last chance. This is your last, last chance. chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? You know. After this. After this time. You know. But the way Ben drives, you might not even make it back out here again. Wait, why not? He's doing a big shift tonight. Oh yeah. You guys going all the way back up to New York? We're gonna yeah, try. We're to do half yeah. of it tonight. I'm trying to it's convince them that they'll fall asleep and wake up at Vassar. <laughs> it's all. And I'll a be party. the hero. <laughs> Well, happen. if uh, if you guys get hungry after the show, last time you were here, I tried to strong arm you into going to cookout. Oh yes. Um, oh yes. Have you have you gone yet? Never been we have there. not. We're, it's been a year. We're on such oh. a bad diet oh right now that God. we're about that's, to that's die. That's the tour diet. We're about to die from that. Anyway, we're gonna die from it. We're gonna diet. die from it. But um, the last thing. <laughs> Thank you, you for know, laughing, Meg. <laughs> the I guess the last part of part of words. You know, keep independent music alive. Keep independent venues going. Mm -hmm. Go to house shows. I know people say this, but it's so important in a music industry that I think favors the same old song and dance repeatedly and is less and less, um, I think, able and willing to kind of, you know, bolster people doing newer stuff mm-hmm. um god i'm creativity like is dwindling when it's suddenly right corporate um yeah i think i think you know 
So I'm just saying, just appreciate it. Also, I don't think and, you sound you know, like a prick. I'm just a soured indie musician. <laughs> no, just no, just kidding. What a curmudgeon. I'm, listen, we're just trying to party, and and we're having a good time, and we're blessed, and we're grateful for everything, and we're grateful for you, WKMC, yeah, thank you so much. and thank, thank you, you for having us again. Uh, literally any time. Even after we in the studio yeah. last time. Even after we, you know we what? That first time Cliff. is excused, but if you do it again, <laughs> the audience doesn't know, but I have my little finger guns up. If you do clench, it again, Blood Cannon. All right. Well, Night Rider, come party. Night Rider. Night Music Rider. starts at eight. Spud Cannon goes on second. Black Bouquet and Pool Boy are opening and closing, respectively. And this has been Spud Cannon on WKNC. Spud, 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 Spud Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been DJ Beowulf. Out. All right. I'm going to pull up Funky Town. To cue us out because Spud Cannon did a cover of Funky Town, which is awesome. And Shrek is love, Shrek is life. Shrek is love, Shrek is life. That is a fact. That is a fact. All right, Spud Cannon on 88.1 WKNC. Thank you guys for listening. And if you're interested, there's music happening tonight at the Night Rider.